Welcome to the Sunday Grind Podcast. We are two brothers. We have good coffee and explicit language. My name is Matt. With me is my brother, Bib. Say howdy. Howdy. Good morning, everyone. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day, you motherfuckers. No pun intended. Well, pun intended. I mean... Yeah, we'll go with that. Pun intended. Yeah. Anyways. Uh-huh. Another 40-degree Sunday morning. Yes. No snow, though. It's blue skies. Sunny. Yeah. I got to get out and cut my grass, but... I got to cut my back grass. Front grass I cut. I saw that. I was getting embarrassed by it. Although the back is... I don't... <laughs> I don't even know. It's something. All right. We are May 8th. We are May 8th? We are on May 8th. Oh. We are in May 8th, on May 8th. Today is May 8th. Okay. Enjoy your Mother's Days. Mm, yes, I'll enjoy my Mother's Day. Yes. I think we're supposed to go... I think we might do something for lunch for Mom. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure, though. Okay. I don't know. Probably talk to her after the podcast. Yep. She'll throw up some guilt trip. Yeah, nobody ever cares about the holiday or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. I'm very cynical today. And you're eating a donut. Mm-hmm. You're eating a blueberry Dunkin' Donuts donut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I figure they'd be a little bit better than the um, tacos or burritos. <laughs> Taco Bell burrito. Uh, today, I mean, they are good. It's not but, bad. But it's just. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're going to need some coffee to wash down that donut. Yeah, so let's so do the. Get into the. God damn, Jimmy. This is some serious gourmet shit. All right. I, as I've previously this is, mentioned. This is gourmet motherfucking shit. Yeah. Um, as I've hinted yet last week and I think the week before, mm-hmm. I got some Pete's Coffee Guatemala Hue Hue Tenango. Yes. And it doesn't sound like the way it's. It's not spelled the way it sounds. Well, I mean, it's. it's I mean, it, it uh, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those. Um, it's a special sought thing. after, very, very popular. It's a limited release. Uh, yeah, it's a limited release on their website. So if you want some, oh, it already says whole bean is sold out right now. Oh, Last day to order was May second, so it is sold out. Uh, well, we're doing it anyway. <laughs> we're doing it anyway because I have it, and we need to yeah. have some. And you're going to regret not ha- having ordered some. I can't order everything. You need to order some of this, though. Mm. But anyway, so it's uh, from their website. A big, bold cup with signature Guatemalan milk chocolate, a floral hint at the front, ample acidity, and plenty of fresh springtime stone fruit. You know what? That's what I was going to... I was going to... Stone fruit. What is stone fruit? Stone... Boy, what is stone fruit? Are you looking it up right now? Yes. Stone fruit. I'm going to... All right. Is it what I suspected? <coughs> was it like the pit? Fruits? A uh, fruit with fresh or pulp, uh, fresh flesh or pulp enclosed a stone, such as a peach, plum, or cherry. So it has a big. There you go. It's a larger than normal seed or yeah. seedling. I mean, I mean that's all. Yeah, I think I think um, some like we would call it a peach pit. Some people call it a peach stone because right. it's like well, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. But it's something that you, if you were to actually <clears throat> take that out and put it in the ground, you can grow a peach tree. Yes. Or a cherry tree, or a plum tree, or whatever tree. It, yes, it is. Yes. So anyway, um, this is the legendary, like, amazing coffee. Yep. That everybody talks about, and uh, in at least in the roasting community, they talk about it. Yeah. 
Anyway, so that's the um, that's a description, real quick. Yeah. A real quick one. Um, it is washed. It is a single origin. Obviously, it's a single origin. Uh, I can read the story of uh, Hui Hui Tenengo real quick because uh, it is, you know, there's not a lot of yeah, only a that they tell you on the site. So in the far northern regions of Hui Hui Tenengo, Guatemala, mm. vertiginous elevations, vertiginous, vertig. Vertiginous, vertiginous. I've never I, seen I'm that gonna, word before. Vertiginous. I'm going to say the first way was yeah. pretty goddamn close. I'm guessing it's very high elevations that gives you vertigo because mm-hmm. that's kind of the elevations. And limestone soils make for bold and distinctive coffee. Mm-hmm. We celebrate it for its palpable, palpable, yeah, palpable. Oh my god. Regional character. Reading is hard this morning. Palpable regional character. Big and lush with plenty of fruit notes. This yeah. coffee shines, and we're beaming at the chance to share it in all its Guatemalan glory. Here is a signature milk chocolate with floral hint at the front, a fresh dose of stone fruit, ample acidity, and the big, big cup. I got a big, big cup, too. I got a big, yep. Yeah, that's what she said. They call me coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, pour over is good. Uh, so, I mean, just rave reviews all around. It's a 4.4 rating. Uh, I can't even imagine somebody would give it a one star. I want to see what they say. Oh, somebody did? Oh, there's 14 Oh, people? it's because I got the order wrong. <laughs> they, they got received a whole so, bean and not ground. Oh, okay, like I get fucking deal, but I wouldn't give it a one star because it's not the it's not the coffee's fault. Don't blame the coffee. It's never the coffee. It's never fault. the coffee's fault. Don't don't listen to what they have to say. Coffee. Yeah, no. Anyway, so um, let's do this now. Ready to go? Are you ready for? Uh, I've talked this coffee up for a couple of weeks now, and well, um, I'm getting something from Gingerella. From 20 hours ago. So she said she gave it a five star. It's delicious, wonderful flavor and aroma. Looking forward to this cup every morning. Uh huh. So, uh huh. There's 206 more. Probably like, probably like that exactly. So, I got it in there. You got it? In I'm there? in there. I don't know. Um, oh, how long ago? Uh, I'm right at the top. Right at the top. Ace? No. no. Oh, our brown 1973. Yep. Fantastic coffee bursting with chocolate quickly became a top 10 coffee. Recommend this product. Three out of five stars. I said five out of five. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Mugs up. Mugs up. <clears throat> Coughing after the sip doesn't say a lot, but I took more than I should have. That's what she said. <laughs> what did you think? Because I'm, uh, it's very chocolatey, very creamy. Yes. Um, It's like drinking a hot chocolate. It's crazy. Wow. Um, (laughs) this is your coffee. This is a Snickers coffee right here. Yeah. (laughs) And it's a dark roast too. So it's, Uh yeah, I'm not getting any of the floral. I'm not getting any of the stone, but that's not, you know. I'm not that's what you're picking out. You're picking out the chocolate, and that's the big that's the big thing with this coffee. Huh? Wow. Yeah. Right. Is, yeah. This is actually like I'm drinking a uh, hot chocolate. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> wow. It's and they're the, they're saying there's bursting acidity. What? Uh huh. I don't. I'm not getting a, any acid. Like over. You know. Okay. It's not for me. It's not overly acidy. Well, I'm not, I'm just, it's. What do you think though? I mean, 
I can tell it's a good fucking cup of coffee. Yes, <laughs> I can tell it's a dark roast. It, it, it like near the end, maybe that's where the acidity comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that I can tell it's a dark roast. <clears throat> you know, because it has that, a little bit of that dark flavor, and it's not a bad flavor. It's just that you know, maybe it's the acidity, like I said, that I'm tasting, mm-hmm. and it's in the very back of my mouth, and it's very quick. It's not. It's in and out. There's no... Okay. Um, that's what she said. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm going to go heavy on the that's what she said probably today. Uh, um, she sells seashells by the seashore. Yeah. I, I, so anyway, you're you're like stumped. It's, you're yeah, dumbfounded. It's, you're it's, it's flabbergasted. Real, it's really good. You're whelmed. Very yeah. overwhelmed. Verklempt. Verklempt. <laughs> Uh, so, okay. So I, I definitely taste the chocolate. I definitely have a little bit of the acidity. Um, but I've also had this cup of coffee a couple of other times before this one. Right. It's so I kind of know what I'm expecting. Right. I'm not, you know, it's the, the acidity, like, like I said, maybe the acidity is that what I'm talking about is when I'm, when I'm saying it's dark and it's quick, it's in and out. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not lingering. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think? What is your what is your mug rating, man? Because like this is, uh, I think this is the first time you've had this coffee. I think I had it last year when I had it. Did I? Did we do it last year? Mm, I don't know. It would have been around the same time last year. I don't think so. Let me check the archives. He's going back into the archives. He's got his little his little my, journal. My journal. <laughs> no, we haven't. Yeah, we have. I don't think we've done this one yet. No. So in May he's, we've done. He's stuff. doing the finger lick and then the turn of the page. In May of last year we did Java Johns Stone Street out of New York Crowns for Thought. Okay. And, uh, Java Johns again Sumatran. Oh, that's because we got the 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 um, variety pack. Yep. Yeah. We did the Sumatran Rhino. That's right. Uh, and I uh, want to forget that quickly. Last week we did uh, Cafe Bustillo with Cousin Lou. Oh, that geez, that was a long time ago. Yeah. We got to try to get him back on. He seems busy. Oh, have you been following him? Yeah. <laughs> he's doing a lot of stuff. Like, of, I mean, he's playing out. It seems yeah, like it looks lot. like he's a, he's a drummer, and yeah. he's got an e-kit, and he can, like, do anything with it. It's, yeah. it's, it's freaking crazy. Yeah, so he's having fun. He's having a good time down there. I think, yeah. I think he found his niche. Niche. He's probably blossoming like a, niche. Like a flower down yeah. there. Well, I'm sure he can get up on a Sunday morning and yeah. hang with us for <laughs> an <right>. hour. <laughs> Yeah. We'll see. Um, so. Jeez. Mug rating. Mug rating. Yeah. It's time. Mm. This is a hard one. What do you got? Let's go with you because you, I know you, you've already had it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're probably like right on top of it. So. Well, I've already said in the, the rating that it's a top 10 favorite. So. Um, you're with your four plus. Oh, yeah. You're four plus already. I'm definitely higher than four or five, too, because we all know my favorite coffee. Dark Rocco. Dark Rocco. That's a five. And I don't know if that's ever going to be unseated. Or or even, like, um, competed against. I mean, this is like an untouchable coffee for me. But I am going to say four, seven, five. Wow. Okay. I'm up there. It's up there. Again, this is one of my top ten coffees. I I think the next time they offer this, I'm gonna probably wind up getting a couple of diff, couple of pounds at least. Mm-hmm. And you should too, because yeah. it's a good coffee. Yeah, it is. Um, 
I'm just debating. How about you? I'm in the four plus area. I just mm-hmm. don't know. Plus, it takes this old fashioned donut really well too. Yeah, it's like chocolate frosting on I top. Have a, of I have a blueberry, flavor. but yes. So good. I'm gonna go four or five. All right, and I'm sure there's more. I want to see what it tastes like later when it cools down a little bit. Okay. Hopefully, it doesn't, you know, we might not get that far. But <laughs> I know if you don't drink it all before it cools down. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely it's even. I mean, it's probably even higher than that. It's just it's there's a complexity for that. It's just for me. I don't know. I'm you know. No, I'm. I mean, you like it. Yeah, I it's do. a it's a great coffee. Yeah, it's a good. And coffee. you're like not disappointed, and I'm no, glad because no, no. <laughs> I was kind of afraid you might be disappointed. It's like the um, uh, you know, the Ethiopian uh, other one. That we really like. Oh God! I just, I, have, I just still have a pound of it. Oh, the <clears throat> supernatural. Supernatural, Jeepers. yeah, yeah. That stuff's good too. It's they do some really nice coffees. Um, you know, it's it's just another one of those. Like, it's it's really yeah. You know, you want to buy another pound so you can kind of save it for later. Yeah, you know, not to mm-hmm. drink it all right now. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, okay. All right. Awesome. Well, we're going to move on to a topic of the week. Yeah. Topic of the week. So this week I decided to delve a little bit into instant coffee. Mm. I don't know if you're... Have you ever... Have you done a lot of instant coffees? I mean, I know it's like a... There's a... um, uh, what's the word? A mentality, I guess. A, a a belief that that instant coffee is actually faster because it's instant coffee. I don't know. I don't get it because you still have to heat the water. Yeah. Um, so, but um, but people like people do have access to like hot water on demand, like in some places. So that would definitely be faster. My instant coffee was very short lived. Um, we would have it, you know, I think we, mom had it at the house for a little bit, like maybe Sanka or something like that from leftover from whenever. Oh, God. No, it was like taster's choice. Or whatever. Decaf or whatever. <clears throat> no, it wasn't. No, it was regular. Oh. It was regular. And uh, it's like when I was working and um, when I was kind of doing construction work for a little bit, the electrical work and stuff, I'd wake up and, and you know, I'd, I'd get the, the water boiling and this and that and make the coffee and head out the door. It was a lot easier to go up to white to um, the mobile near the house and grab a cup of coffee for a buck and a half. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, you um, gotta stop that sneezing. So, shit. so it's like I found that I liked, you know, they had like a rainforest cafe or ra- rainforest crunch nut or crunch whatever. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. The app at the mobile that I liked, I was like, okay, well, for a buck and a half, I could buy a a large coffee it's already done i can just come go in there make it put the put the money down and walk out yeah and sometimes i had to get gas too so well there okay so there's like that whole there's still like the ritual of of preparing the coffee whether you go to a gas station and you actually like pour it and put the stuff in it that you like to yeah. make the coffee you know some people drink it black which is fine uh but there's still like the ritual right right so it doesn't really get rid of that part of it. It doesn't. No, like no. when you say instant coffee is actually like more complicated than going to the gas station, you know, like you got to start thinking, okay, is this instant coffee really like, is it really worth it? Is mm-hmm. it, is it a thing? Right. So, 
Uh, I, I would argue unless you have access to like instant hot water, which some people do, and especially at like businesses. Like I know at Starbucks, they have like a, a boiling water spigot or whatever for right. teas and stuff. Right. Um, but unless you have access to one of those, you probably don't have, you know, the instant part of the instant coffee where, you know, you still have to boil the water. Uh-huh. So, okay. That aside, I found a web article uh, on mashed.com. I'll link it in the show notes if anybody's interested. Okay. Really, it's just kind of a, a, a roundabout kind of thing about instant coffee. And I think it actually does kind of favor instant coffee. Hmm. But it talks a little bit about it. So I'm just going to read real quick. It's not a long article. Uh, some in, some cool pictures that go with it. You know, it's got some of the, you know, the, 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 the uh, basic stereotypical instant coffees so you got the Folgers and the tasters i think it's tasters choice yeah tasters choice nescafe so when i lived in europe instant coffee in the czech republic was a big thing Um, okay lots of instant coffee lots lots of choice some i've never heard of like brands or whatever they might be diff they might be just a rebranding of something we've had here or whatever but you know i had a you know, he had a chance, you know, there were, uh, I'm getting tongue tied, but there were a couple of times where they would sell the instant coffee and you would get like a free mug with it. (laughs) So like it was definitely more of a market there. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I don't necessarily know why, because we still got to boil the water. Still got to boil the water. Anyway. So, uh, the untold truth of instant coffee, it says, so instant coffee is controversial is a is a controversial choice among coffee aficionados as many look at it as fake or weak coffee it doesn't it does have a convenience factor though which some companies have used to market higher end coffees such as Starbucks yes because they have their via instant coffee yeah you yep. we, we were on those for a little which bit. is pretty good they were yeah it's better than a lot of other coffees yes but what is the essential difference between instant coffee and the coffee made from whole beans and what exactly is instant coffee anyway that's a good question. Some people don't quite know how instant coffee is made. Like me, I well, didn't know really. So making instant coffee is faster, less expensive, and easier than making regular coffee. I would argue that. However, uh, um, that's okay. my side right. note. That was just the first sentence. So it is made by adding the powder to hot water, similar to making instant tea. I didn't even know what they had instant tea. Oh, like iced tea. Yeah. Maybe, but Okay. <laughs> <coughs> instant coffee is made from whole bean coffees that are roasted, ground, and brewed. Then all the water is removed from the brewed coffee, leaving dehydrated crystals. When you add water to these crystals, it turns back into coffee. Okay. Sounds pretty logical, right? Uh, so you're so, dehydrating, excuse me, you're, so you're dehydrating the coffee that after you brewed it. And then you're Yeah, so you just breathing. basically take all the water out. Yeah. Okay. So the, so you're taking those poor those poor coffee beans. I know, right? The production of instant coffee is done through either a spray drying, excuse me, process or a freeze drying process. Spray drying is a process where liquid coffee concentrate is sprayed as a fine mist into hot air, approximately 480 degrees Fahrenheit. When the coffee hits the ground, it will have dried into small crystals as the water will have evaporated. Freeze drying is slightly more involved. The coffee is cooked down to an extract which is then chilled at approximately 20 degrees Fahrenheit until it becomes essentially a coffee slushy. The slushy mixture is then mm, further chilled good. using a belt, drum, or tray at the temperature of minus 40 degrees Fahrenheit. 
This is this causes it to form slabs of frozen coffee that are then broken down into granules, which are sent to a drying vacuum where the ice is vaporized, leaving behind granules of instant coffee. Yeah. A lot of a lot of work. A lot of work just to get. <laughs> he's, he's staring at me so very blankly. It's something. You know, it's like it's a, it's a, it's. Before, so before you even get it, it's so much more more fucking work. It's it's a lot because well, you're making the coffee <clears throat> and then you're processing it back into something that you can put into a jar. I'm guessing like the instant coffee craze around in the United States was probably had to be like right around the 60s and 70s. I would say early. I would say uh, or early 80s. Uh, no, I would say World War Two. They had to try to find a way to 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 bring coffee to the troops to yeah. a lot of people. But that's my guess. Um, Maybe we'll I mean, find out. You know, it's just, it seems like so, I mean, I could understand it. You know, it's like we're, you know, we're, we're still a nation that's still going strong. You know, England was, England was struggling. They were starving, basically. There was, the nations that were connected to Germany were all war-torn. So they, you know, they had scarce food, possibly. I would imagine, like, well, there was that, and then there was like the the chicory cut coffee, where a lot of times they would yeah. they would add other things to the coffee. Yeah, I know. Whoa. I'm sorry. They would thin it out, basically. Yeah. So you're still getting the coffee flavor, but it's not, you know, it's not great. <laughs> um. So I was just like. <sighs> I mean, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna try to do some research okay. and look, but uh, I would I would guess that it was probably popular, like. World War Two and, yeah, and yeah. after. Yeah, it could be. And you're, you're probably right. You're because okay. Continue on. Yeah. So, uh, caffeine content of uh, instant coffee. So there is less caffeine in instant coffee than regular, which may be a benefit for those looking to reduce their consumption. One cup of instant coffee contains between thirty and ninety milligrams of caffeine, compared to regular coffee, which is between seventy and one forty. The potential downside of instant coffee is the chemical composition. It co- it contains Acrylamide, A C R Y L A M I D. Anything with mide is pretty, yeah. pretty not good. A potentially harmful chemical that forms when coffee beans are roasted. Instant coffee may contain up to twice as much of the chemical as regular coffee. It has the potential to damage the nervous system and increase the risk of cancer if high levels are consumed. Oh, sorry, if <coughs> high levels are consumed. However, the amount of acrylamide. Okay. Yeah. In coffee is below the amount shown to be harmful in studies. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first versions of instant coffee date back to 1771. Okay, so here we go. Okay. Mark Pendergrast in the Oxford Companion to American Food and Drink. This was approximately 200 years after coffee was introduced to Europe, and Great Britain had granted a patent for a coffee compound. Then, in the late 19th century, a firm in Glasgow invented a product called Camp Coffee, which was a liquid essence made of water, sugar, coffee essence, and chicory. <laughs> Here we go. As a consumer product, the version of Camp Coffee hit the retail market in Great Britain in the mid to late 1800s. In Side the, note, that was boiled in a sock. Dirty sock method. Rob, maybe. I don't Anyways, know. continue on. Yeah, in the United States, the earliest recorded instant coffee happened during the Civil War with soldiers looking for ways to increase their energy that were also easy to carry. Okay, so the Civil War. So let's see. Cocaine coffee. Yeah. Oh. I, I mean, you know, Civil War, I was going to go for the cocaine. <laughs> Around the mid-1800s in San Francisco, James Folger and his son started a more familiar coffee company. Folger sold some of the first canned ground beans that didn't have to be roasted and ground at home, something that made coffee drinking quite a chore. An attempt to lure miners during the gold rush. Okay. Interesting. Now, what year was that? 18... 
uh, mid 1800s. Okay, so. So, you know, yeah. Okay, so there the company was. then became one of the two most popular coffee brands in the United States. The second one was Maxwell House. While neither company would introduce instant coffee until after World War II. Okay. Yeah, there we, right, go. there we go. They paved the way with the ground coffee bean blends that made it significantly more convenient to make coffee. So I guess that's another thing we could actually try researching is until, okay, World War II, how, how was it to actually make coffee? Did you have to roast at home by yourself? And yeah. like... Maybe they, that, that, that whole art has, has gone the wayside. Yeah. Uh, in 1906, Cyrus Blank Blanque brought coffee powder to the retail market. In 1910, a European immigrant named George Washington, not that one, in parentheses, refined coffee crystals from brewed coffee and introduced the first commercial instant coffee in the United States, which then became popular during World War I for its convenience. Okay, so World War I now. The next major improvement in instant coffee came in 1938 when Nestle launched Nescafe, which uh, it was created by spraying liquid coffee into heated towers. The remains became coffee when rehydrated. It is still one of the more popular instant coffee products on the market. In 2012, Nescafe made up 74, eh, 74% of instant coffee in the market. Instant coffee remains many. Oh, sorry, instant coffee retains many of the health benefits associated with regular coffee. It contains many antioxidants, potentially even more than regular coffee due to the brewing process. Okay, studies show it. It may also contribute to improved brain function and increased metabolism. Coffee drinkers are also less likely to develop certain neurodegenerative diseases such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and are at less risk of diabetes and liver disease, such as cirrhosis and liver cancer. Huh. So I'm, I'm talking to a nutritionist about something, and she's telling me about all these, these, these things that I'm eating. And all this stuff can lead to Alzheimer's and stuff like that. So drinking coffee is going to combat. <laughs> right. You can tell her that. Like We found it in the article. But maybe you can ask next time you talk to her. Yeah. Like, hey, what about this? All right, the market for instant coffee is expanding globally and exponentially in China. Previously, China was known to drink approximately two cups of coffee per year per person. Oh, oh what are they? They're missing out. In other words, the amount most people drink before lunch. <laughs> That's true. And is now the fourth largest market for instant coffee. Some of it before six o'clock in the morning. Right. Also known as ready to drink coffee, RTD coffee. Russia is also an emerging coffee market. Instant Coffees is an affordable entry point into the beverage, which can be expensive to purchase in whole bean form. The RTD coffee industry is rooted in the United Kingdom, which has consumed instant coffee for decades. Right. I knew that, too. Yeah. Whether or not you like instant coffee, it is real coffee and definitely more convenient than brewing coffee from whole beans. I disagree. Yeah, we'll disagree to that. But... I mean, I can understand the allure. I can understand the just add hot water, but you're just adding hot water to ground coffee too. Yes. So, but you're not you're not filtering it. You're just you're, you're right. You know, it's like there's no filter. There's no waste. I, I guess, so to speak. Like I said, with my 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 thing with the instant coffee when I was doing it, it was like the night before. I could go out. You know, I go on make my cup. I could put my sugar, my the instant coffee, put the sugar in. Yeah, and then you just pour it in the morning. Yeah, in the morning, you know, before when I went when I, I before I take a shower, turn it on, get the water boiling, go take my shower, come back out. Yeah, pour it. But you're you're still preparing, right? No, I, you're, you're right. You're not adding sugar <coughs> or adding cream like dried cream or whatever. You're still doing that, yeah. whether you're doing it to regular coffee or instant coffee. No, I get what you're. Yeah. I get yeah. what you're saying. And yeah. it's just it's 
when I, wonder, I was. I wonder know, like what the real, you know, I except for the brewing, the brewing part, which is you're still waiting for the boiling water, right? right. So you just take a coffee machine that boils the water and pours it over grounds. Yep, doesn't seem yeah. like it's really that. Yeah, that much easier, I guess. I don't know. The I mean, thing, I, I mean, the thing is, you know, you get the 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 um, the machines that you set, you can set an alarm to. Yeah, you set an alarm to or a, a timer. It turns on at. Have six, you seen eight. those those coffee maker alarm clocks? No. It's a it's a it's an alarm clock next to your bed that will start brewing coffee instead of an alarm going off. Yeah, that I'm not. My wife will not let that happen. I mean, she might because I've she, got two on order. I'm kidding. I don't. <laughs> I, <laughs> but she, I've seen them. They look. She may because it's like it might be one of those. <laughs> she, that's something she needs to wake up. Would you that. rather wake up to like fresh brewed coffee or a fucking horn sound or whatever? You know, like think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many times have you slept where you've heard, you've smelled coffee brewing and it's woken you up? Not much because I'm the only one. Uh, I'm, you're the only. I'm one. the one that does it. Yeah. Um, at my house, I'm, you know, I make the coffee in the morning for, even for my wife. I used to do that when I lived at my apartment, I, I had a coffee maker on a timer. So I would set it in the morning to go, you know, to brew coffee at like six or whatever in the morning. And it would, it would trickle up into the bedroom and I would smell it and I would yeah. wake up. It, it was like magic. Imagine yeah. having it right next to you. <laughs> um, when you have to get out of bed, just like, like. Right, you just reach over, and <laughs> reach you just over. get like a little like a little fridge for your cream yeah, or whatever if yeah, you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Or even better, you put a cup with the cream already in it, and you, all you have to do is pour it. Yeah, you don't have to mix or anything. Oh. Anyway, so a uh, little little rabbit hole. So yeah, Bunny we got. Trail. I mean, we got a we got a couple ideas for. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, coffee, and I would just say coffee <clears throat> brewing pre World War One, nineteen hundreds. Yeah, like what well, it how yeah. You know, how it was roasted and how it was brewed. Yeah. You know, um, so, I mean, that's those are some kind of cool things that we're can we we're going to probably yeah, run, I mean, run down for the next couple of weeks and and give. Um, good. You've got the next one. I've got the next one. You've got the next one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, Excuse me. So. I, I get the idea of the instant coffee um, that way. You know, okay. Um, like you said, if it was if you had hot water on tap, and maybe that's the whole thing. It's not boiling water. It's you know somebody. I mean, you know, it's like with you know in World War, you know, World War whatever, World War Two. You know, you're the the guys are probably sitting there trying to boil water, and just even they got it if somewhat warm, and poured the coffee to get a, to get a cup of coffee. Yeah, I mean, you could do you cold know, water, I guess. You know, if you really. We're desperate, you know. Um, yeah. So hmm. those guys, you know, I, I hate to, say, you know, and I don't hate to say it, but the the, the the guys from World War II, I mean, they were they were innovators on a lot of things. They did a lot oh, of yeah. things, and they had to take they had to do a lot of things to <clears throat> keep the front and keep the line, you know, yeah. where they had to. Um. So, uh, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. I guess you know. I mean, the the allure of an instant coffee. What do they say? Necessity is the mother of all invention. Yes. Yeah, so that's exactly. They had to do it. Um, yeah, they had to do it. They had to do it to survive. They had to do it to keep the line. They had to do it to you know protect the protect the. Been zero days. I know. I hit the hit the microphone. Um. Again. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah. So let's uh, do a cool down. Yeah. The quickly. cool down. Oh. What do you think? 
still chocolatey. The acidity is just a little bit higher to me. I can taste the there's okay. a little bit of a it's not um it's it's again it's not a bad bitter, but there's a little of a bit of a bitterness, which is the acidity, which is it's a little bit more prevalent now than it was when it was hot. Yeah. Okay. It's not intrusive and it's not uh, rude. So Yeah. Yeah. It's still good. Yeah. Definitely still good. Okay. All right. <sighs> All right. Well, Shall we? Pac-Man just gives me this feeling of giddiness. Like there's all these tingles running up and down my nipples. And it's just this wonderful thing. Like, hey, look, it's Pac-Man. Yeah. Yeah. What have you been into this week? Um, just trying to get through the week. <laughs> um, I've had, I had some issues with one of my vehicles, two of my, both my vehicles, I should say. Oh, no. Um, well, uh, my car, the Fusion, was, uh, the temperature was going up and down. I'm like, oh, great, it's a thermostat. No. I checked my uh, reservoir for my coolant. Empty. I'm like, where the hell? It, there's, I have no drip marks on my car, or, you know, in my driveway, nothing like that. Did it that. just burn off, or just I, was there nothing I, I, in there? I don't know if it burnt off or nothing was in there. So I filled it up most of the way. It and, seems to be fine. And now it's fine. So, huh. uh, my, Keep an eye on that. Yeah, my <laughs> wife's vehicle now has a torque <clears throat> converter issue. It's driving fine. It's we we got a code for a torque converter. The clutches are um, locking up, and we've looked. <laughs> we had it looked at by the dealership. <sighs> and three grand. Jesus, Jesus. All right. <laughs> now, um, you know they have they've they've broken it down. They're like, okay, it's this month to have the torque converter. It's like a it's seventeen hundred dollars. Fuck. It's $500 for the torque converter. It's $100 for the fluid that goes in the torque converter, which yeah. is nine quarts. And then the rest the rest of it's labor. So it's $1,200 in labor. I mean, they have to pull, pretty much pull the engine apart, pull the torque converter out, put it in. Yeah, and it's, know, it's, it's a lot of work. You know, it's, yeah. it's a lot of work. You know, in my eyes, it's like, oh, it's just it's just that. But it, these newer the newer vehicles with the front-wheel drive, they are, everything's crammed in there. Yeah. So I'm guessing they're probably going to drop everything. Pull it apart. Well, the la- it's, it's seventeen hundred dollars labor, yeah, or whatever. Twelve hundred dollars labor. Yeah. So it's going to be a little, <laughs> little easier for them, you know. And they're they're the mechanics; they know how to do it, obviously better. Yeah, um, but it still sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so that's you know, it's like just got racking through my mind. It's like, why is this? It's got seventy four thousand miles. On it. Why is it doing us now? Mom and Dad's has more, and theirs mm. is a year, two years older. Yeah, and they've had no problems. Could it be from like uh, driving habits or just bad luck? I don't know. I'm just guessing bad luck because we've had we had a Saturn view, um, and same thing. It's like it would get to a certain RPM and a certain um, mile per hour, and you know back and forth, and the car would jerk, and that's why we got rid of that. Jeez. And then my green van, I had a green Cadillac, yeah, the Cadillac. Um, and near the end of me getting rid of that, it was doing the same thing. It's like I get on the gas and just roar, you know rev right up and then drop down and, and go so yeah slipping in there so it's like that's fuck <laughs> so, yeah man nothing's perfect <laughs> so it's just trying to survive trying to survive trying to figure it out yeah so are you gonna let her drive the the, the fusion now for a bit or i think so i think i'll have her drive the because you don't have as far to go with the with yeah. going to work i'll have her drive that back and forth to work and i'll just take the the, the, the van. van yeah it's just back and forth to work. It's not <clears> a big of a deal. Yeah, she drives 26 miles round trip. I drive 12. 
yeah or or 14 or so something like that yeah it's not it's not not as bad not as bad so (sighs) okay well and if she you know she she drives a lot of 390 i don't so yeah We'll okay. go from there. All right. What about you? What you up to? What you into? What you uh, still been, um, you know, head, you know, waist deep into uh, Orange is the New Black. I've been really, really watching that a lot. I enjoy the story. The The writing is good. Second season was a little iffy. And usually third, that's usually. About yeah. This, this. Third season's gotten better again. Uh, you know, I guess there's, I think there's seven seasons. So I'm not even halfway through. Yeah. I think so. uh, characters are great. Uh, humor is really great. It's like Soprano style humor with prison lesbian sex or whatever. But hey, that's, that's what you're into. It's not what I'm into, but it's a good story. Uh, it's fun. Uh, so I, I've basically gotten to the point where Piper is now doing a underwear selling online under prison underwear ring basically she has just taken the lead on uh she's i guess she's found like a a market outside of the prison where people want to buy underpants i guess i guess it's a thing okay it's a thing that people no used like you you wear them for a week or whatever and then you put them in a bag and send them to somebody to sniff them Apparently there's a market for that, and so. So when, when is your order coming in? <laughs> not, it's not. That's not my thing. Um, but apparently it's so it's already so successful that there people are putting in like special requests, like they want panties from a murderer. They want you know oh. like <clears throat> there's like special orders, so it's kind of interesting. So get it's, your orders in now. Yeah, exactly right. But um. Uh, so that's kind of what I've been doing. Like my my free time, I've just been watching that show because it's fun to watch. It's yeah. it's a fun show, but it's also a good story, and I really dig it. I kind of yeah. dig. Chris like, was Chris was watching. It. I think yeah. that and uh, the Wentworth as well. Is yeah, that's one. another one. And I, so I'm gonna you know I'm gonna <laughs> keep me. watching it till I find it not interesting anymore. But it's been pretty interesting. Yeah. So anyway, um, we need to take this out because it's there Mother's is Day. it's Mother's Day, and there's there's only like five minutes left on the memory card. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so we need to All go. Right, let's, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Sorry about that. I just Short. got a message saying you're running out of space. I was Son like, okay, here we go. Right. Here we go. All right, we'd like to thank you guys, our listeners. Patreon.com slash Pod. We love your support. Thank you, anybody who is giving right now, because Bob doesn't check it all the, all the time. Yeah, I'm terrible with that. <clears throat> all right, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter is at Pod. Come say hi. Come check things out. Um, yeah. Bob takes care of the Facebook, which is Podcast. Uh, <clears throat> email sonicgrindpod at gmail.com come say hi we gotta get better on looking at some of our email because we're like 500 things in <laughs> I keep <laughs> deleting I'll, I'll delete 10 or 12 yeah at Brianna does art the, on Instagram is our artwork go say hi yeah go check it out uh, she, she's got some pretty cool artwork um, music was used to be used by Robert Brown and Crazy Dog Studios that's me uh, we recorded live, Crazy Dog Studios, every Sunday morning for that, your ear holes. That's us. That's us. We are the Crazy Dog Media Group. And uh, did I get everything? Oh, you can hear us in your ear holes and all the podcast listening places. Spotify, you, Stitcher. Apple iTunes. iTunes. Anchor. Anchor. All of them. Yeah. All the ear hole stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, tagline. Who the fuck gets up at 7 a.m. on a Sunday to do a podcast? We do. Thank you. We'll see you next week, guys. Take care, everybody. Happy Mother's Day, all you motherfuckers. Bye.